welcome to my podcast. My name is Jennifer Bravo. In this series of podcasts, I will be discussing autism spectrum disorder, what it is, different theories about the spectrum, and how it can significantly affect people. I chose to talk about this disorder because I feel like there are many people who don't fully understand it, myself included, and I want to educate more on this topic. I am also in the process of becoming an RBT, so I'll be working closely with those on the spectrum. Autism Spectrum Disorder is described as a neurodevelopmental disorder by the DSM. A neurodevelopmental disorder is a group of conditions with onset in the early developmental period. These disorders usually begin early in the development, oftentimes before the child is even born, and signs that there is a disorder begin to be noticed early on, usually before the child even starts grade school. Neurodevelopmental disorders are characterized by deficits that produce impairments of personal, social, academic, or occupational functioning. Autism spectrum disorder is characterized by persistent deficits in social communication and social interactions across multiple contexts such as deficits in social reciprocity, nonverbal communicative behavior used for social interaction, and skills in developing, maintaining, and understanding relationships. To be diagnosed, autism spectrum disorder requires the presence of restrictive, repetitive patterns of behavior, interests, or activities. Many neurodevelopmental disorders are often co-occurring when the characteristic deficits of social communication are accompanied by excessively repetitive behaviors restricted interests, and insistence on sameness, we get autism. Autism spectrum disorder runs on a spectrum and ranges in severity. Severity is based on social communication impairments and restricted repetitive patterns of behavior. There are three levels of severity for autism spectrum disorder. The first level is classified as requiring support, and in this level there may appear to have decreased interest in social interactions as well as difficulty switching between activities. The second level is classified as requiring substantial support, and in this level, there is limited initiation of social interactions, social impairments are apparent even without support, and repetitive behaviors occur very frequently. The third level is classified as requiring very substantial support, and in this level, there are severe deficits in verbal and nonverbal social communication skills, and a very limited initiation of social interactions. Repetitive behaviors also now interfere with functioning in all spheres. As I mentioned earlier, autism has certain criteria that need to be met in order to be diagnosed. The criteria goes as follows. A persistent deficit in social communication and social interaction across multiple contexts. Deficits in social-emotional reciprocity in non-verbal communicative behaviors used for social interactions in developing, maintaining, and understanding relationships all have different, different severities. Another criteria to be diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder includes that symptoms must be present in the early developmental period. These symptoms cause clinically significant impairment in social, occupational, or other important areas of current functioning. It is noted that individuals diagnosed with autistic disorder Asperger's disorder or pervasive developmental disorder should be given the diagnosis of autism spectrum disorder as they all fall under this category.
Recently, it was reported that the frequencies for autism spectrum disorder across the United States and non-U.S. countries have approached 1% of the population. It is unclear whether higher rates reflect an expansion of the diagnostic criteria of the DSM-5 to include subthreshold cases, an increased awareness, differences in study methodology, or a true increase in frequency of autism spectrum disorder. The symptoms of autism spectrum disorder are typically noted between 12 to 24 months of age. Sometimes it is earlier and other times it is later depending on the severity of the disorder. The first symptoms of autism spectrum disorder frequently involve delayed language development and it is accompanied by a lack of social interest or unusual social interactions, odd playing patterns, and unusual communication. An example of an unusual social interaction could be pulling an individual by the hand without any attempt to look at them. An example of an odd play pattern would be carrying toys around but never playing with them. And an example of unusual communication would be the alphabet, knowing the alphabet but not responding to one's own name. Autism spectrum disorder is not a degenerative disorder, and it is typical for those within the spectrum to learn, go to school, and get compensation for their life. Most individuals improve behaviorally. Social skills and social interactions improve during adolescence most of the time. However, very few individuals on the spectrum live and work independently in adulthood. Those who do tend to have better language and intellectual abilities. These individuals often find communities that fit their interests and skills. There are different risks and prognostic factors that can affect whether or not one is on the spectrum. There are environmental factors as well as predetermined genetic and physiological factors. Some environmental factors include parental age, low birth weight of the child, or fetal exposure to valparate. Some genetic and physiological factors can be associated with a known genetic mutation in specific genes. However, even when an autism spectrum disorder is associated with a known genetic mutation, it does not appear to be full of penetrant. When it comes to diagnosing autism spectrum disorder, gender and culture can also come into play. Autism spectrum disorder is diagnosed four times more often in males than in females, which is a significantly higher amount. In clinical samples, it is shown that females tend to be more likely to show accompanying intellectual disabilities. This suggests that girls without those accompanying intellectual impairments or language delays may go unrecognized for some time. There are also cultural differences that have different norms for social interactions, nonverbal communication, and relationships. Individuals within the autism spectrum disorder would be impaired against the norms of their cultural context. This could affect age recognition for diagnosis. Autism spectrum disorder is frequently associated with intellectual and structural language disorder. There are individuals who fall under the spectrum that have psychiatric symptoms that do not form part of the diagnostic criteria for the disorder. About 70% of individuals with autism spectrum disorder may have one comorbid mental disorder and about 40% actually have two or more comorbid mental disorders. When criteria for more than one neuro neurodevelopmental disorder is met, that individual should be diagnosed with both. This is beneficial to that individual and their family so that they can get the right type of assistance.
is the introduction to the autism spectrum disorder. In this podcast, I focus on the basics and in the next few episodes, I will dive deeper into the topic and go over more specifics. Thanks for listening. Thank you.